this evening. Ah. So at okay, the end of the day, it was productive, eventful, and there was free food. Yeah. Wow, great, great. Great, great. All right, guys in the audience, you're welcome. You're welcome. Tonight's conversation is for some persons deep, for some persons uh, it's not really deep like that. Um, some persons is wide, some persons is just high. <laughs> Whichever uh, dimension you're going to take tonight, um, let's learn from everybody. I want it to be not just coming from Vamifi and then um, um, Dr. Precious that will be with us today. Um, I'm, I'm here to find him because his wife just put to bed. So I don't know whether he's doing a Mugwa in a way, but I guess he's involved already. But I, I'm sure we're going to have him tonight because he said he he may he may join us. Uh, but we have a handful of persons here tonight to, you know, spicing the conversation. And the topic is, um, so we're going to look at, you know, last week we looked at just how that sex whether it could you know sustain a, a relationship in dating you know that's what it means so but today we want to look at sex in the mysterious um mysterious part of it now which is um the supernatural the spiritual what makes it you know spiritual many persons actually don't believe that sex is spiritual you know uh but then let's explore if you if you believe it's not spiritual it is where you come to tell us and if you believe it's spiritual is what you also come to tell us so let's begin to hear the let's hear the thought of Amifi regarding this topic i don't want to go deep into it because we have some questions on ground we're going to take and it's not just to Amifi, but to everyone in the audience but delia um sandra great and then titilayo we have all of those persons on the you know in the conversation in the in the group right now and um let, let's just have your thoughts on this Amifi, and then we'll move forward to the question okay First of all, people should understand the thing about their individuality. Then once you understand your individuality, you as a person, as one unit, you as a functional member of society, you as an entity there, then you look at the other person, another entity, a spirit living in the body. But when you guys meet, and by meeting, I mean when you guys have sex, you are joined together. There is a meeting of not just bodies, but of spirits. This is where we now supersede other animals. And to show you, man is the only organism on earth that has sex for pleasure. All other living organisms do it for reproduction and the continuity of their species. But for humans, they do it for pleasure and there lies the difference at the beginning people just think from afar oh sex is for pleasure as a young child and a growing teenager i was just thinking that i watch movies and there's a sex scene between the main actor and the love interest a beautiful girl and with time i got to know i was taught but if you notice the thing that happened in Garden of Eden, man was made and he was alone. And a woman was made from his rib. It looks asexual. But then, for man to produce after his own kind, there has to be a meeting. And that meeting brings about 
joining of souls, joining of spirit. Most people, due to their lack of education or due to their strong commitment not to see the truth, thinks it's just a physical act. No, it goes beyond that. I think at the beginning, people have the understanding, but the devil comes and steals that truth, just like the seed thrown by the wayside and birds come to eat up the seeds from the parable of the sower. Sex on its deepest level is spiritual. And people don't understand that at first. Why? Because at the beginning, it's just for pleasure. Sometimes it's transactional. The guy has sex with the girl, and the girl has some benefits, both sexual and financial. So when it happens a lot, when it becomes a habit, they tend to throw away the truth. But in as much as people come up with reasons why it's not, so it's just for pleasure, or it's just intimacy. But it's beyond that. Because when you notice, your intimacy can be holding of hands, can be kissing, pecking, necking, and other things. But when you have sex, it is next level things. It is deeper than the ordinary. And that is what we are going to throw more light on. I'm going to expand on it with the following questions that would come up later. I think we should understand that and have it basically because when a man and a woman have sex, there is that chance of pregnancy. And that pregnancy leads to a fetus which becomes a child who also has a spirit. I will tell you that that spirit did not come from heaven. It came from that union of spirits that happened during the sexual process. And that's what we should have the understanding. It is not just a hen walking around, then a cock just mounts her, or a dog walking around, and another male dog just climbs. No, no, no. This is deep level. And that understanding should be treated with caution because sex can make or mar somebody's destiny, believe it or not. That's what I'm going to talk about on the show later today. Thank you. All right, thank you, Famifi, for coming with uh, that introduction. Um, so this is how it's going to look like tonight. Uh, we have Biki on the show. So um, we'll take the questions, and then I would love to hear um, certain persons in the audience, you know, give us their contribution as much as possible. So um, let's, let's get a little bit of uh, thought, you know, because if we're going to be looking at sex from the spiritual dimension, then the first question should be, um, what happens spiritually or what happens in the spirit, whichever works for you, when, you know, someone is having sex with another person or when, so, when sex is being done, right? Whichever way, like I said, you want to put it, okay? So when sex happens, uh, what is going on in the spirit? I know uh, Pamifi has said a bit of that, and that's why uh, I would want uh, Vicky to come in at this point to give us, you know, an answer to that question. And then I would love to hear from one, maybe an extra one person on that question, and then we'll just move forward. Vicky, are you there? Um, good evening, everybody. Um, well, the question is, um, uh 
it's um trickish is um i really i'm looking for the right words to use right now um they are setting spiritual matters especially regarding doctrines regarding some certain things that um you really cannot base your conclusion just from one angle and so um i really am not going to bring any aspects to this answer because um yes we know sex is wrong we know having sex before marriage is wrong but for the spiritual part of it um permit me to say um i'm really not conversant with um in-depth knowledge regarding spiritual matters pertaining to sex so i think um it's an opportunity for me to also learn this night especially from persons that have um, experience or deep knowledge about this thank you very much all right so i want to throw this to the um i can see dr sandra in 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 the in the audience and then uh, fidelia and then um so um, you can omit your mic and you know respond if you have an answer to that before i land to from ife tonight yes i want it to be interactive i want us to get involved yeah i was going first for us or should i just call out drag somebody out I'm not a dragger. <laughs> I don't want to be a dragger tonight. Yeah, somebody's going first. What happens? What happens? What happens in the spirit when you know? I know it's a deep question, but we know persons who are here who are quite knowledgeable about that. You know, okay, I can see uh Brother Samuel in the house. You're welcome. Yes, the question is what happens in the spirit or spiritually when you know um two persons are having sex what happens in the spirit what happens spiritually you know yes somebody's asking me a question we'll come back to that question okay nobody's speaking from do you want to go on this it's really surprising that <laughs> you just got holy and spiritual all of a sudden in I, here. As in, I wanted to say that that you know i'm very very you know should I say very careful? <laughs> okay, know. the idea is okay. Let me. I've had sex before, so I'm a sinner. Should I say it now? So I'm comfortable. Hmm? I'm comfortable, so yeah, I can talk about this. When people have sex, they share themselves with each other. They share their spirits. They share their experiences. They share. They share their, their intimacy. That's and they share their knowledge. And that's why the Bible puts it in some versions. And Abraham knew Sarah, his wife. Ah, when I read that in the King James then as a kid, I was like, ah, I don't know before. They don't marry for over 20 something years or whatever, I don't care. And he's not knowing her. No. It's a deeper level of knowledge. When you agree to have sex with somebody, there is that is the highest point of vulnerability. That's when you open yourself and whether you are physically naked or spiritually you are naked, you're open to that person. That's why it's an essence. 
when I see somebody they have had when they see somebody that they've had sex with and they're not in good terms, there's that guilt that comes in. There's that increased heart rate that comes in. There's that disturbance in their spirit, in their mind. Why? Because there is a connection. You create a connection with that person. When people are advising you in teenage class, pre-youth class or youth class, not to fornicate, they were not joking. When our seniors and our parents are telling us to be careful about issues pertaining to sex, those were not just them depriving us of pleasure. They were protecting us from creating connections. And one thing about it is as a kid, you tend to make mistakes. As a young youth, you tend to want to experiment a lot. And some things are expensive. When you have sex with somebody, you create a connection. You ask the next person, you create a connection. But the thing about it is that this connection is not conscious. You don't know about it. You don't feel it normally. You just know that oh, we did it. And life goes on but that is not where it ends there is that sub connection that's why when you hear of the news of somebody that's of a girl that maybe a, a guy used to sleep with as she died there is something that happens in that person's life there's a a traumatic event that he won't confess to you naturally these are things that we don't really talk about because they, they seem to be holy it seems to be sacred but we should know that that's why i'm very very concerned when little kids of 16 17 18 they are starting to want to have sex now if you are starting now when do you hope to end because definitely you are starting at the age of 16 you're not getting married until you're 24 so for the next eight years how are you going to fare how long will you continue doing this but one thing about it is is a sleepless slope once you start due to the pleasure in it due to the satisfaction in quotes in the process people tend to want more so when somebody starts giving you look for another person and they continue in that light which is not healthy so when somebody has had sex a lot with a lot of people the person has shared his or her spirit with that lot of number but it is not conscious and you're like, I don't feel it. Yes, like, that's the answer. It is not conscious. Yes, it is not conscious. It is subconscious. And it has its... Rep precautions, both good and usually bad. So let me pause here for now. All right, thank you. Thank you, Famifi. Um, I want to, brother... Um, brother from you, Yes. Sorry, can I say something? Um... Um, I, I really do not think if he gave answer to the first question. Now, um, the explanation given is what we know logically. The explanation, the scenarios you gave is what we have been told. Is what um, persons, okay, from experience, this is how it is. Some of us know that from experience, this is how. But the question is, what is the spiritual implication? Um, 
actually this class i permit me to say i am not coming as a speaker because um victory doesn't know it all and 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 therefore um if there is anybody that can break this down because we know sex is wrong before marriage when you are talking to a christian and talking looking at it from a biblical aspect you should tackle it from a biblical aspect squarely bring out um, biblical verses to um buttress your points so that when we when we are faced with situations outside we will tell them okay this is what we know and this is how it is from the bible i think that's why we are in this class so uh, whoever is giving an answer or can contribute to it that has biblical verses to portray his points and all that should please speak up thank you all right mr samuel are you there Brassam, are you there? It seems he's not on the call. All right, all right, all right. Let's let's do it this way. I'll, I'll give my own call on this. Dr. Sandra, do you want to go for us? Okay. <clears throat> um, good evening, everybody. I hope you You're can hear me. me. Okay. Um, the implication, you asked a question about the spiritual implication that comes from sex. When, to me, life is spiritual. Everything about life is spiritual. So when we're even talking about sex, you already know that it's spiritual. There's no, there's no hard and fast rule about it. Now, in, when it comes to, um, I'll give, I'll try to, as much as possible to give, um, scriptural references. The Bible says two shall become one. He also talked about, um, from if he talked about um, knowing uh, and um, Abraham knew his wife. He has been seeing her since. How come? Uh -huh. That's where the body, the soul, during sex, the body, soul, and spirit connects together and becomes one. That's, that's, that's one. Then in the book of um, Corinthians, it talks about when someone is, it gives a principle about marriage, when one person is holy, or no, when, some, when one is clean and the other is unclean, and they become married. When they become married, their marriage is blessed. Their child that they raise becomes clean. For the sake of the one that is clean, for the sake of that one that is clean, the man becomes clean. That's to tell you that sex is um more spiritual than we can even imagine i hope i was able to answer the question as simple and as basic as possible or you can she can take the question again thank you thank you uh dr sandra for your thoughts about um, what happens during from the spirit or spiritually um I was hoping that we'll have Brassamer speak um, on this as well, but he's not on the call. But this is what I have to say for my um, for my end. When two persons have sex, like um, you know, Dr. Sandra said, you know, and Pamifi as well, there is a 
there is a bond. I'm going to be using different words. It's an exchange. All right. Now, for some persons who who um, go into um, psychology and spiritism and the rest, they will tell you that is an exchange of energy fields, vibration as um, lineage. All right. It's an exchange of what is happening in that lineage. There is um, people say there's an exchange of uh, causes that comes with that person's lineage as well and blessings as well. When you look at Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the Bible, you would know what you know what sex, how powerful it is. You know there is something. What happened to Abraham happened to Isaac. All right. So because it's already in the lineage. All right. It's an exchange of now uh, physically, emotionally, mentally and spiritually i hope i'm mentioning it correctly now physically spiritually emotionally and mentally there is a bond in those four areas so it's on a deeper level it's not just the physical but then there is also a you know a connection and an exchange on those four levels all right and then there is a soul tie when you know two persons have sex there is a soul tie and sex is about is a blood covenant all right is a blood covenant. Looking at it literally, I don't need to quote any authority, but you can see that there's an exchange of things going on. All right. So it's a blood covenant. And that's why um, for a virgin, when having sex for the first time, what happens? Um, I think there's a release of blood. I don't know uh, medically, I don't know how you know that is possible, but we were told, yes, blood stain on the white, blah, blah, blah. Yes, virginity. Yes, it's a blood covenant. And then when when you understand when entering a covenant with something or somebody you understand there is a strong tie to that thing and it that takes you to and that's why when you want when you for example you get in a relationship you got sexually active with the person and you want to come out it is necessary to be, begin to separate yourself physically from that person because it starts from the physical it graduates into you know separating yourself emotionally and then you begin to work on yourself you know that's where personal deliverance comes in these things are deep but we're going to take them you know um as much as we can as much as we can learn tonight from the whole thing all right so i've mentioned so i've mentioned there's an exchange now some persons believe that is an exchange of karma as well karma is um what has happened to that person probably is going to happen to you the habits they have you're going to have it as well you just see husband and wife now that's marriage can actually tell you what's going on as well now the difference between what happens in marriage and what happens in that's outside marriage is that what happens outside marriage is not legal it's not it's not god's um, um instruction it's not what god has commanded so it will be corrupted by the devil all right whatsoever that's happening in a marriage will be seen in the opposite side when you get involved with it outside marriage what happens is that you begin to you know begin to take the things that are not necessary all right bad things you know for those in marriage, you can actually see the resemblance of those two persons over time because they are exchanging energy fields, they are exchanging vibrations, okay? Also looking at the Bible, I think that's 1 Corinthians 6, 18. So when you, you know, I think I would love to go there now if I can. But it talks about, let me just paraphrase, it talks about, you know, um, sleeping or having sex with the harlot. And then what happens is that you are one spirit with that harlot. All right, your one spirit to that particular hollow. And come on, am I right with that? Okay, I'm going there now. First Corinthians 6 18. 
okay it's a flee from sexual immorality every other sin a man can commit is outside his body but he who sins sexually commits um sins against his own body okay i think we we'll have to go up a bit uh, um, to see the full gist okay I can't see hell. Okay, something says that who that he who unites himself with the Lord is okay. It's one body, one spirit. Okay, let me not dance around that too much. But this is what happens. Okay, this is what happens when you have sex with somebody. There's an exchange of energy, exchange of um, vibrations, like I said. And then, definitely, if you look at the book of Genesis 34, verse 3, how that um, um, Shema was strongly attracted to Diana. All right. And he was so attracted that, or he was so bonded because he had sex with her. He was bonded to an extent that they wanted to do anything. He wanted to do anything, all right, in the world to just get Diana. And Jacob said, or was it Jacob now? Or there's an agreement with Jacob and the, and okay, Jacob actually said that they have to be circumcised if they have to go ahead with the agreement and all of that. But Simon and Levi were angry and went ahead during the circumcision to kill them. All right. So what happens when you have sex with someone, you are also blinded, clouded by emotions. You don't you don't make sound decisions. You don't make um, this is definitely outside marriage. All right. Even in marriage, you, you you see a lot of you see a lot of things playing out. I don't want to dash into marriage, but that one is not concerning. What I'm telling you now is what happens could happen outside, you know, outside marriage. All right. So we also look at how um, Amor raped um, Tama, you know, they were both they were both um um they were both brothers and sisters but i think from different models or something but we saw the repercussion of what happened immediately he slept with her then that was it he begin he, he began to you know hate her right because what he did was not legal was not within the compartment of marriage and to end this question let me say this that why are, why you are preparing to get married to somebody or why you want to get married to somebody consider Consider the fact that uh, this is quite not biblical or anything. It's just a normal moral thing you're supposed to know. This person, you can you co you can deal with this person, all right? Because by the time there's an exchange of energies when it comes to how you feel, your emotions, and exchange of emotional you know energy, if this person is dealing with a particular you know uh, maybe person have not healed or something, maybe depression or anything. Come on, you will definitely be affected by that. All right. I'm not saying we should not get married to persons who experience depression, but I'm just telling you, if you cannot deal, all right, if you cannot deal with it, then you should also understand that that will play out in your life as you go on. That's why many, that's why they will tell you that whosoever you get married to, either I take you to heaven or you take you to hell, because you are living with this person. And it, any attribute of this person will definitely be on you. All right. Whatever the person has done during while he was single definitely is going to rub off on you and your children. It's, it's not a funny thing you dash into, not because I need someone who is nice, I need someone who is compassionate, I need someone, no, 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 it goes beyond that. If you cannot deal with this, if you cannot, the burden, yes, that's the thing, the burden, everybody has a burden in their life, they are carrying. If you cannot join them to carry it, or more, it's just like when you give your life to Christ. Yes, there's a burden, there's a suffering you go through to become a Christian that is standing. If you cannot accept it, you will not be a, you will not be a perfect Christian. You will not be a true Christian because there is always a burden when a covenant is in place, and that's it. So 
I, I really want us to go forward. I really want to go. Remember also in Genesis 2.24, when the Bible talks about cleaving, leaving your father's house and cleaving, all right? It's significant of a covenant, all right? It's significant of a covenant. So let's take uh, another question. Um, so can someone's emotion become manipulated due to premarital sex for many persons? And I mean, she has terrible mood swings, depression, confusion, insanity. Now, this is, I heard, I heard this from a renowned man of God when I was listening to a message. He mentioned that sometimes when, you know, he hears, he, he just listens to some people talk, he can tell that this person has mingled with some spirit and then their emotions are being manipulated. Now, the question is, is that true? And can we say that apart from just the person, I don't know what type of link the person has mingled with the spirit, but then can sex provide this avenue for social related terrible mood swings? I'm sure you have seen ladies with terrible mood swings. You have seen, uh, sorry, I'm bashing the ladies, but I'm just telling you what I've seen, okay? We see some, some persons with depression on the high side. All right, they cannot, they are not stable when they are talking and when they are, they are not just stable. You just see a level of restlessness on a high side. So can we attribute that to premarital sex? I know this is getting deeper. Let's calm down. Uh, Brasamo is here and I want to, okay, let me hear from Famifi first. Then I, uh, let me move to um, Brasamo. Famifi, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Good evening. <laughs> the thing that is, <laughs> People should understand sex is not a random event. It doesn't just happen. It does, it, you don't walk around the road and just fall and essentially fall into a lady's private part or a lady falls on top of a man's private part. It's not an accidental process. It's somehow pre-planned, either by the guy or by the lady. So death is an established fact. And number two, before sex can happen, there should be attraction. You cannot really have sex with your enemy. So there's an attraction, and to an extent, there's also consent. At the end of the day, sex can be said to be a decision. Then every decision, goodness, every decision has consequences. And when we are talking about the consequences, what you, the signs and symptoms you spoke about earlier, are things that come out of it. First of all, sex being a decision is a product of the mind. And if a mind is not properly educated, it is liable to make poor decisions. And one of those poor decisions can be random sex with different people, random individuals, or with multiple partners, as we put it in today's English. What I'm trying to arrive at is understanding the consequences of sex. Can sex cause depression? Can sex cause mood swings? Can and uh, the answer is yes and no. No, in that sex, it's just, it happened. It's a decision. And the consequences of it, whether it can be depression, it depends on what happens after. Like in the marital, in the marital setting, when a man has sex with his wife, he does not go to depression. The lady does not just go all moody on him because they just had sex no because there's a covering 
that's what I was saying to talk about earlier. Now, now, is, it covering... is that possible that is that is it possible that that same sex in marriage can also you know uh, lead to depression for those outside marriage when they do it? Um, what I'm the answer to that question is complicated in that if I, as a as a young man that has things going well for him, I don't have any terminal illness. My job is going I, well. I'm paid as at when do you? Uh, I'm let me just. Are you depression could not be a spirit as well? Depression, depression, depression as it be a is. Spirit. Yes, as it is. Uh, most people they don't understand how demons work. Demons function by whispering. They come to you and implant yes, ideas. Very true. Very yes. true. So, first of all, the demon must have started its process by whispering to the person to have sex. The sex happens, that initiates guilt. The guilt comes because yes. what happened was a sin. And sin yes. is separation from God. You understand? So, it's a, a long process. It's not like, I have sex, I'm depressed. No, no, no. There's sex yeah, and there's yeah. a follow-up. The demon comes and whispers. That's why people should be careful about their thoughts. Sometimes I always tell people, mm -hmm. be careful, mindful of your thoughts. So there's this, this thing. There's the sex which has already happened and there's that whispering by the demons and there's guilt. The guilt now grows. The guilt comes out of the seed and grows into depression. The person, the person has depressive episodes and the person may have mood swings, depending on the ideas in his or her head. And let's be certain, it's not really that this thing happens to. Yes, it happens, it happens to guys. To guys. We, guys uh, we guys just are good at covering it. But ladies may not be able, because ladies are more emotive. Ladies are more emotional than guys. They tend to show. Uh, they tend to express yes. their emotions. So that's why they are show. For both ladies and guys, this is real. I will tell you that at a time when something like this wanted to happen to me uh, because of my standing in church then this was a lifetime ago i had to run back to christ i had to because at the end of the day it starts with guilt shame yes all the bad emotion now comes in mm. Mm. i'm not advising you guys to have sex and run back to christ no no no, no. that's not what i'm proposing right here what i'm proposing right here to you guys is abstinence because when you hear mm. this depression will sex called depression no it's the devil that comes and starts a process mm. and creates that mm. want and creates that longing creates the seduction just as he did to eve in the garden eve. of eden so you may let's if you really now teleport yourself back in time and be right there you would see their face i will tell you that eve was depressed right there because she was so mm. confused that she was like, it's a serpent that, you understand? How can you now explain that? Yeah, oh, yeah, my dog yeah. ate my homework. Uh, yeah, so it's just in the, she was lost and confused. To another, I shared the snake made her do it. And by then, the devil has, led, has left the snake because he possessed the snake and had its way through the possession. That's how the devil works nowadays. So it starts with the process of whispering the person to go into the act. And comes again harder to create guilt, shame, separation mm. from God. And at the end of the day, this person becomes lost. A lot of things happen. And if you are in school, I can tell you that if care is not taken, the grades will drop. There is less attention, yes, there's less focus. Good. And if 
this thing is not arrested on time and it progresses, it can cause mass rots. It can cause a change in the person's life. It can cause destruction of destiny. That's why if I can use this opportunity to answer the question of that person on the group, say whether sex can just destroy sex, someone's destiny just once, or whether it's progressive sex and it leads to the destruction of the destiny. The point is, there's a way that Simet tried to a man, and the end thereof is destruction. That is what sex is. Premarital sex is. That's what it is. It looks right. It looks good. It looks golden. It looks alluring. But at the end of the day, the consequences, and let's not forget our consequences also have consequences. Because the way you respond to what has happened to you still matters. Some people, the, their own way of curing the depression is more sex, which is to increase the depression. Why are you making the wrong choices, which already started? I, I, think, yes, I think that could because somebody, somehow lead to suicide. You know, suicidal thought comes in. You yes, know. some people go in. Some people go into drugs. Some goes into mm. smoking, and some go into alcohol. Just we started with just a whisper. This was happened months ago. We started with a whisper. Oh, ah, she's a fine girl. Ah, see this bobo, handsome bobo. Fine boy, no pimple. Ah, proceed, And it just starts from there with a thought. And it now cascades into this. We should learn to make good decisions. Learn to say no to your flesh. Because your yes. cause, the theory of cause and effects are proportional. Sometimes it's not just sex that causes this, but at most times, due to the nakedness and vulnerability that occurs in sex. Imagine somebody, you have sex with somebody yeah. today, and the person rejects you the next day. Ah, for a lady. That thing can crack their mind and cause a fracture right, in their sir. psyche, right, and it's not healthy. Thank, thank so let me pause so here. Thank you. You're welcome. Thank sir. you so much. When two persons have sex outside marriage, since it's illegal, the devil takes uh, takes advantage of that bond. Now, when two persons have sex, there is a bond. There is like a rope tying both of them. So what happens when there is spill of blood? There is a covenant. You can tell you can tell that the devil has taken advantage of that relationship of that um what has been created and the devil begins to take advantage of every single thing now what happens the bible says in romans 8 verse 6 you know for to be spiritually minded is life and peace but to be carnally minded is death now i'm pointing that I'm, I'm bringing that scripture to say that at the end of the day when you go down the lane like going down to what flesh can do and the activities of the flesh into fornication you begin to experience death all right and death is a voice is the voice of torment that's that that's what uh, death is is a voice of torment and that's why you see people going into depression because what happens after that covenant is being created and devil is taking advantage of that bond when when the devil begins to speak continuously feeding this thing into your thought and it's very possible that one can even get possessed by a demon it's very possible but it's a gradual process all right so I just wanted to add that. And then um, people abstain from sex after having, you know, um, after having it for maybe they had it six years ago or five years ago. And then they, are they able to break off with the fact that, okay, yes, I had sex last, the last, last sex I had was six years ago because I'm not a Christian, I've abstained and I'm abstained as not necessarily a Christian now, but I don't want to go into that. I'm just saying as abstainers now, by the reason of abstinence, is it possible for someone to break off so tired? Because that bond that was created would definitely haunt that person. I, I, heard of a, I heard of a story of a man who got married to a lady, and when they, when they were having sex in their marriage, 
this lady was calling the name of another guy in in that you know in that euphoria you know the guy was like who is james my name is stevie who is james you know it was strange now i'm just saying that to say is it possible maybe for that lady she had the set maybe 10 years ago and she's getting married now and she still she bonded to that person is it possible that for other times persons who live who are staying they are good but i'm just trying to clarify here can abstainers really break soul time just abstainers uh from if you have done well tonight I, I really want to hear from someone else uh dr sandra are you there do you want to speak Barrister, amen are you there do you want to speak welcome i'm seeing uh new new persons uh joining us tonight you're welcome you're welcome you're welcome you're welcome I, i'm sure you, you're getting blessed and you're learning something for tonight's uh from tonight's uh show okay i i don't think okay dr sandra go ahead uh, this topic is it's really deep I hope we don't fall For into me, the well. Just abstinence doesn't break the bond. It doesn't. The memories are still there. The thoughts keep still keeps coming. Somebody can say they are going to be celibate for some few years or till they get married. But at some certain point, you always have the urge for sex, which is not wrong. But you always have then the thought of your previous sex relationship comes up you're always thinking of the guy that's why when you get married when this person gets married and she's having sex with her husband she's still calling someone else's name that's because she has not been able to she has not healed she has not moved on from her past that's what i would tell people if you've if you've had um, a sexual relationship with someone, just abstinence will not cut the bond. It takes a lot of prayer. It takes a lot of healing. It takes a lot of meditation. It takes it takes a lot to break that bond. It's it's like a blood covenant. When you when you take a, a blood oath, that's how sex is. Thank you. All right. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Sandra. Um, yeah. So. Abstinence is not enough because I think abstinence just morally, uh, trying to be moral, trying to, um, you know, uh, physically separate yourself. But the real deal, the real deal is in the spirit. All right. So in order to, to, to break off, you need to go back to the roots. You can break off emotionally, mentally, and then physically. But you see that spiritual part you need to get involved with personal deliverance. And I recommend personal deliverance because beyond what the deliverance we, we hear in, 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 in the Christendom, which is in church about you laying hands, somebody falls, somebody is, no, that, it's beyond that because see what happens. Like what maybe said, you can definitely go back to it. It's, it's possible. Yes, even after the deliverance are happening, church imparting and everything, it is possible for the for the demon to for a demon to come back and start whispering to you. You are not possessed to it just coming to you to to trigger those memory mentally now, all right, and takes you back. All right, so you need to be consistent with your prayer, consistent with your fasting, consistent with whatever activities you are doing to make sure you are connected, you know, to God. All right. So now I, I want to throw this question to family if he whether so tired, if you know the concept of so tired. Now, I listened to something and the person said, Sota is not just sexual. Sota can be, I'm connected to anime. Have you seen persons who are very connected to anime? Sorry, I'm bashing them, but I need to say that as well. 
I'm just using an example. You have seen persons who are very connected to their pastor. Like anything their pastor says, whether it's a lie or it's not, it's not, it's not true. They just go ahead with it because can we say that as a soul tie? Is it beyond just sexual? Can soul tie just happen by me just talking to any lady, just talking, 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 and then without sex, we can be so tired. Is it, is it possible? For me, what do you have to say about that? Is it just resistant to the sexual? You know, can it go beyond a movie, a song, a pastor, a parent? Okay. This concept of soul tie uh, should be separated from the concept of addiction. I can oh, be wow. addicted to a video game, to a, an anime. Yes, I can be addicted to a person. Yeah. I have pastors, I have mentors, I have people I admire, I have friends that I'm addicted to. I like being around the person, even if it's against my against my well-being. People are addicted to drugs, movies, their phones. There's that attachment in the that's addiction. But so tie is spiritual. Yeah. So tie is when there is a level, a very deep level of intimacy. And similarly with things and entities that have souls. That's why we can call it a soul tie. You get so that's let's understand that okay. concept. Addiction to things and soul ties to human beings due to a deep level of intimacy. Not fan worship or not ah high admiration. No, no. This is are you deep. are you talking about um idolatry or something? No, no. When okay. it's close to idolatry, it's still fun. Listen, you see addiction. Yes. But this is when you guys are intimate and you communicated a lot deeply. You've had sessions together, talked in depth, revealed things about each other to one another that you what people don't know about. Then to understand you had sex with the person. Okay, this creates soul ties. Tell you when the love is true. When I had sex with for, my, my first interrupting you, eh? you, you, you just mentioned something now. You know, is it possible that you are talking with this lady? You know, you you are being vulnerable to this person. It, it, for me, I don't think is is impossible for both persons not to have sex. Yes, I don't know. No, it's it's not possible. Yeah, yeah. No, okay. you, are, you, are missing, you are missing yourself together. You are missing your. It's just like two um liquids that are immiscible. Before you know, the sex will happen because come on, you you, you know what I'm talking about. But it's, I'm just I'm just trying to you know. Yes, find, that's find it. Reason where yeah. That can happen. That can happen when there's exposure. That's why I even advise people when you're in a relationship, create boundaries. Both yes, with the person you are with and with the persons that are not in a relationship. Have an internal boundary, then have an external boundary. The external boundary should be strong enough so that it doesn't cause cheating to occur. And talking about soul ties, soul ties are created when there's that intimacy, when there's that real closeness, and when there is sex. So a soul tie, the person is always part of you, always in your mind. Not only in your mind, the person is in your spirit. You feel the person. When something is wrong with the person, you may have a feeling. Why? Because you are so yoked to that person. It now goes without saying that a level of deliverance is needed. <laughs> I had <laughs> mine. <laughs> yes. Uh, I had mine. Um, I had to can meet. I, can I want to ask a question. Did you say when you are intimate with the person, you also have a soul tie? 
So you can. Okay. Yeah, when you can have just intimate. What what you mean intimate? Yes. Could you go specific or something? No, okay. I'm not, you are I'm not talking, talking of sex. In deep level, you are holding hands and no sex yet. No you sex may. yet. You may just intimate. I know. So tired. Yes. You may the or may not. So depending tie. on what you talk about. No. I understand, I understand what you're trying to say. Becomes. Anyway, my opinion you. is this. My opinion is this. No matter how intimate you are with someone, no matter how you connect on a very deep level, if sex is not involved, there's no soul time. And there's no soul why, time. Why, why, why okay. is there? Why, 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 do we, why, why does the concept soul time come in play? It's because when, when sex, <clears throat> once sex is involved, the body, the soul, and the spirit come together and joins with the other person and it becomes one that's why they tell you um two shall become one in the place of sex one plus one is one so so time only comes when sex is involved and if you look at some persons eh, that have been having sex for a very long time you will hear people you hear things like ah you are now looking alike you, you will notice it. You hear it. They will tell you that ah, these two persons, there's yeah. a le level of resemblance that is coming, and that that because that because their spirit and their soul has bonded. I don't agree. My own opinion, though, I don't agree. Yes, you can be very intimate with someone. Yes, but I don't agree that the soul tie comes soul tie. from. Okay, from let that, me put. Let me take another example that a soul tie can happen without sex. Okay. In cases okay. of blood covenant yeah between two people it can create soul ties yes so it can happen uh so that's what i'm yeah. just know about sex uh when yeah, there's yeah. that strong deep commitment in there so when there's a blood covenant i agree i agree when there's a blood covenant so it's that's, just that, that, yeah. that's the difference uh, so. about sex because there is covenant. If you say blood covenant, yes, yes I can agree with that one. But any other okay. thing that does not involve blood, eh, it's not, cannot, you cannot form that soul tie. Anything that, if you notice, anything that has to do with covenant, blood must be involved. There must be exchange okay, of blood you. somewhere. Even yes. Christ had to die today mm -hmm. because he had to pay the price. It has to do with, there must be a covenant. It's okay. I want to hear from Titi Lyle. Uh, she says she wants to speak. Wants to say something. Go ahead, Titi Lyle. If you can hear me. All right. Thanks so much. Um. Right, anyway, it's coming okay. so interesting. Um. From my own perspective, um, I would like to say that SOTA is beyond sex. Okay. This world is most. It's a, the whole world is service spiritual, not just sex. So that's one thing I want to say. And when we look at the scripture, the Bible was saying that. When God was saying, you cannot serve me and mammon, okay? God, God himself understands beyond our own understanding <clears throat> that once our heart begins to find a bold in something, when we begin mm -hmm. to crave for something and we begin to find this attachment, like before you know it, like I said, this world itself is spiritual. There are spirit operating in this mm -hmm. room, okay? I don't want to start sounding, but I just want us to understand that sex in itself is sacred okay and it is beyond sex like i said 
So God Himself understands that when we when our heart begins to draw so um so tight to something and we begin to lose focus and our heart is just fixed on something. For example, look at some men <clears throat> because of um adultery and and sort of you know um premarital sex, you know, they have sex with so many ladies before you know it's such men in a week if they don't have sex they won't be okay okay they won't mm. be fine that is just sex now outside sex you see some men because they are so used to having you know having so much money in their accounts and all like if they don't if they don't have <laughs> i'm just making you understand how how serious this matter is about so ties like it's beyond sex once your heart is glued to something once your focus is on something that you know the bible was saying that uh um a part a, a way may look so right but the hand thereof is destruction so it's beyond sometimes like you know we fix our attention on something um we're talking about um past, some wives that gives honor to their pastors and or you know what they can even do to their owners when they do it to their pastor before you know it they begin to see this thing like I said, this world is spiritual and you don't, we don't sometimes, we don't, we don't even know what is going on, like in the spiritual realm. I don't even right. understand. Sometimes right. we don't really understand what is going on in the spiritual realm. Before you know it, some things begin to generate from thoughts. Before you know it, you can't I'm focus. Cool. Before you yeah. know it, you are so glued to that particular thing. Yeah. So, soul tie is not just blood. Look at all these um, abalis that do all this, you know, they just worship idols. They do sometimes, they, never, they don't even need blood to to create a connection between two things together they don't particularly need mm. blood all they just know is that they know what to do and they go for it and before you know it there's a connection that you cannot break away from unless you know god comes through and before you know it the person is being delivered right. and all. Right. so that's all right much, um let's let's take it this sorry. way all right from what from what uh, sorry I don't you, you made an example of um, a list that i like that example sorry Hello. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm listening. Hello. Go ahead. But the, go ahead. From the those herbalists, eh, they they always need blood. That's why they use the blood of goats, the blood of cow, um, yeah. eh, blood of um, fowl, and the rest. They they for you there is always that need for the for blood. The blood blood is the bond. There is, mm. there is something that comes, there's something that we don't understand. We, we are not enlightened about blood. Look at the herbalist. Any herbalist, even whatever they want to do for you, you must bring an animal and they must share the blood. They must. The blood, they are, that blood is a bond. Mm. Mm. So, wow, wow. It, I just wanted to correct actually. what she said yeah. about um, and Cecilia said about um, the herbal is that they don't really need blood. They do. It's okay. It's it's okay. I, I think I think we are looking at three things here. You know, for me, we mentioned okay. addiction, sota, and then idolatry. Uh, that that's a topic on its own. It's is I, I think they are all intertwined. You know, in some ways or the other, because what starts what starts in the what what ends in the spiritual begins from the physical. So. When Jesus said, when you look at a woman lustfully, you committed fornication, or am I right with that? If that is true, sex actually starts from the mind. You know, whatever thoughts are going to have starts from the mind, all right? 
so we may want to look at that topic some other time about um idolatry soter and then what addiction really is you know but, but the truth is as long as you can think it it begins to the universe will copy to you and bring it to pass that's the truth and that's why for many persons who think kissing is not really it's not really the thing it, it, it's, it's not bad kissing is just a means to the end you have virtualized the sex already in your mind you are just beginning with kissing all right so you have you, you have not seen the cake but you visualize the cake you want to eat you would definitely when the cake comes around you you would definitely fall for that cake the same thing with the lady all right so boundaries like um for me, if he said that this is two minutes past eight tonight, and we we've not been able to exhaust our questions, but I I guess uh, from what we have discussed already, there are a lot of things that we need to you know, need to learn about um, you know um, looking at sex from the supernatural, and then I, I would want to take one more last question because um, we'll continue this show you know next week, um, yes same same topic but on a different on a different light because we still have more questions to take so. The last question is, is there still an exchange in protective sex or casual sex? Right? Protective sex, I mean the use of CD, all right? Is there, is there still an exchange? Because then we understand what, what CD does, all right? Whether for a female or a male. So can we say that is protecting them physically, spiritually, emotionally, and mentally? Okay, if you don't let me know CD, I mean condoms, right? <laughs> okay, let me answer your question with the somewhat I heard far back 2006. Yeah, my pastor came to preach and I think that he talked about sex because it was a youth forum. And the thing he said is real, is the truth. Condoms can stop. STDs, but they cannot stop STDs. They can stop sexually transmitted diseases, but they can't stop sexually transmitted for laughter, good fun. In as much as you think STDs. I think you need to say that again. Is that only... I think we lost you. I think you need to go about the STD thing okay. again. Thank you. Condoms can stop sexually transmitted diseases. But they cannot stop sexually transmitted demons. In as it may sound, what he was trying to say wow. is that whether the sex is protected or unprotected, the act in itself creates a separation from Christ. And whoever breaks the hedge, the serpent will bite. That's just mm -hmm. the idea in it. Uh, and from what you said earlier, you talked about it, you look closely well at a lady, you've taken her clothes off and you've done the act in your mind. If, if the universe did not cooperate to make it happen, or if the universe cooperates to make it happen and you make advances, you take action towards your thoughts, and it may happen. So in as much as you think it, it has already happened and your thoughts go a long way because as a man to get in his heart, so he mm -hmm. is. And that's why at the end, what I would want to say conclusively, in conclusion, in case you mm -hmm. don't give me time for conclusion, is that we should associate premarital sex with yeah. bad emotions. Yeah. Most times, people just look at it, we associate it with ice cream and pizza. We associate it with jollof fries, dates, movies, fun, cinema experience, laughter. 
we associate sex with it. But as what if you go deeper and realize what it really is, the consequences of your actions and the consequences of those consequences, because uh, sometimes it's multidimensional. When you really understand it, you now know that prevention is still better than cure. There's nothing in there. The condom is just a physical obstacle. Your only true defense is the Holy Spirit, is the Word of God. That's what can protect you from the spiritual infections, in quotes. So, condoms, diaphragms, uh, <laughs> anti infective tablets, cetrazone injections, those don't do nothing. What can help you is the Word of God. And when you have the Word of God in your heart, it creates a consciousness. It creates a consciousness, and that consciousness creates a knowledge within you that no demon whispering to you can. It's like I'm here now, and somebody is actually saying, mm. "Ah, you see, one, 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 one drink codeine, 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 codeine. How far? I'm a pharmacist. I know that codeine is injurious. I go and take paracetamol. Take paracetamol. It's simple. It's simple. I know that it's hepatotoxic. It's not good for my liver. So with that consciousness and knowledge in you." The consciousness of Christ, when Christ's life is inside of you, then you are protected. Not you doing the act halfway, thinking about it, or wearing the condom when in the act, it doesn't save anything. So that consciousness is what you need, the Christ life. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bamifi. It has been a great time with you guys on the show tonight. And um, seriously, I, I got a lot of stuff from Bamifi, Dr. Sandra. And Tizilaya who spoke, and then I don't know who spoke again anymore. But it's okay. Thank you guys for joining the show. Uh, Tizilaya wants to really say something, but I, yeah, I would please. prefer you drop it on the show. Okay, okay, please. 30 seconds, 30 seconds. Let's do this. Yeah. Some okay. persons want to run away now. Okay, yeah. So, like I said, then I said, um, it's beyond the unprotected, um, either condoms and all. Like, I, um, God's love was trying to say something then, which I want to emphasize again. Just as Mr. Ifanya said, you know, it does not necessarily need blood. You get me? You are having sex. You are not transferring spams or whatever. But there is a connection. There is a, there's a, there's an exchange of emotion. There's exchange of, you know, soul ties. So it's, it does not necessarily need blood. Of course, the spam, of course, is life. You know, it contains so many things. But it goes beyond that. So the sex... Uh, Without um, protectors, um, unprotected. Um, okay, uh, 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 Layo, I, I think I really like where you're coming from right now. And I want Dr. Sandra, if she's here, because you are saying that so, for some persons who use condom, they mm -hmm. still have so tight with that person and there's no exchange yeah, exactly, of anything going Exactly, exactly. Yes. So, is, that, is that so tight, Dr. Sandra? Is that so tight? If you're using condom, is it, is it really so the, tight? The, the lie was breaking. I don't know if you can take it again. I did not, I did not get to. All right, Titi I was trying to pu push up something that since we now mentioned condom, uh, for persons who now use condom, are we saying there's still an exchange, you know, physically within the, yeah. the spam going in? Uh, if if so, if so, if there's a blockage by the condom, then definitely there is no soul tie. Is that what you're trying? Can we can there's we say that? There's a blockage by blockage. That that condom blocks the body. It does not block the spirits. It does not block the soul. So there will still be a soul tie. The demons so will still flow. That one does not stop here. them from flowing. And then, too, when 
if, if a virgin, for example, a virgin, um, maybe a guy is using his condom and the lady is a virgin, it will still break. The hymen will still break and she will still bleed in some cases. So what if she's not a virgin? Yes, the soul type still <laughs> works. She's not there. a virgin, exactly. <laughs> Even if she, what the point I'm trying to let you know is that there's still that exchange of blood. You don't you don't have to see it. It doesn't have to spill for you to know that there is that exchange. As that many like times this. as you have sex, there will be an exchange. Okay. I, I think I think um there's a spirit exchange here uh, without mm -hmm. seeing the red blood thing. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. You you don't necessarily right? have to see the red blood for you to know that there's an exchange. You remember earlier when I talked, I raised, I raised, I talked about um the the principle of marriage is in Corinthians in First Corinthians. I can't really remember the scripture. He talked about when a woman is married or bonded to someone who is um will I say unholy. But for the sake of okay. the fact that she is they bond together and they raise up children that are holy, what happens there? Her purity purifies the man. So she raised up children that are holy. Maybe before our next um, this thing, I'll I'll check it out. All right, let, let's just stop here for tonight. And then it's been, been interesting. When, when, when a woman or wait, sorry, can I just say this thing for a minute? When okay, someone ahead, wants please. to fast, a woman or a married woman or a married man, when they want to fast, they will tell them to abstain from um, sex. Please, why? Uh, have you, have yes, you ever wondered why? Fasting. Yes, you are supposed to abstain from sex during fasting. I, I, I knew that before now, so. That has to do with um, I, I just feel it's all about distractions and you know maybe um to avoid just to be to keep your high focus Hello? on God. I just believe that could be the reason, not because of um um covenant. Or Wait, can you take it? I did not hear what you said. Okay, like I said, you know um I believe the reason is just to keep yourself focused or to keep your um your emotions and everything because sex is an activity of course you know it involves so much before you know it like you know it has a way of distracting one like emotionally and all so i believe i don't i don't think it has uh, yeah yeah i get your point but still i just feel like there should be you know when you talk about fasting is you know even as a single like you sometimes you separate separate yourself from some physical activities just to avoid some distraction to keep you focused and all so i believe for married couples as well it's recommended for that purpose as well just to make them um feel this distance you know everybody did their own that kind of thing if it's the way you are saying it so if i feel that it will not distract me i can fast and also have sex and I can also if I feel it will not distract me, I can also tell you that it's not a sin for just like, to have like, sex. like how you say, wait now, no, no, I'm not saying it's a sin. Like how you say, you know, sometimes during um, fasting, I can decide to abstain from some certain things. Mm -hmm. That's my choice. I can also decide not to abstain from those certain things. Mm -hmm. Like some persons, they will abstain from the use of their phone, social media, or because they see it as a distraction. So if I also see 
sex as a from your own point if i see sex as a distraction then i should abstain from it but that's not the case here the case is that during fasting you are supposed to stay away from sex whether you see it as a distraction or not to you it might be a distraction to another person it's not wrong to you it might be a distraction but to another person it's not a distraction but in either which way in either of these two scenarios you ought to abstain from sex i don't know if you understand what i'm saying okay guys okay guys really i need to close this session but before we need to we need to go and prepare ourselves yeah. for next time <laughs> uh, on sunday on sunday next week prepare your weapons of war all right <laughs> exactly. we are going for war and i'm ready okay so next week i'm going to be talking about let me just give a list of things we want to talk about and then we we dash we we out of here right we're out of here so we're going to talk about uh signs of persons who are you know still connected who are in so tied with their ex and you want to get into a relationship with them what are the signs you should look out for well, that's number one number two can sex with different persons affect the kind of decisions you make in life and your relationship with god and even blow your vision in life now we'll talk about a rape for those who have encountered you know who have been raped what was their situation how can we help them we're going to talk about total aside um um, um aside marriage apart from primary to say we're talking about total masturbation pornography homosexuality and lesbianism and then we're going to talk about what our soul ties supposed to be done with the soulmates all right so how do we get our soulmates we're going to talk about polygamy polygamy we're going to talk about whether transfer of spirits can be done through kissing thank you so much guys is a lot is a lot 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 i'm going to post the recording on our podcast and post it tomorrow so that you maybe for those who could not listen and I invite them to come for our next you know um sexual session i'm i'm joking with that okay i'm joking with that all right so i'm going to invite um some persons who are very very um who are specialty with sexual therapy and you know sex sex thing in terms of um the biblical stand i mean want to get one or two persons to come speak on that especially on the subject of idolatry addiction soul tap yes one would find out how those those things play out in our lives and see how we can begin to help our spiritual growth and definitely our fulfillment in life thank Thank you so much. My name is Eugene. I'll see you next week for another beautiful show. Thank you for coming. Bye-bye.